All right. So good evening. And hope you guys had a great week. Um, I have two recordings to make up, so I will do that ahora. All right. So last time I did an episode about seasonal affective disorder. And I want to continue on with a mental health aspect. So, uh, and I want to talk about this post that I had saw that I just, I didn't get a chance to record. I was just busy. So I want to make that up. I want to make it up to you. So anyway, I hope you guys had a great week. Great Valentine's Day. Um, And let's get into it. Let's get into it. So <laughs> I'm going to talk about this post that I saw about Black women in high-functioning depression. And a little bit continuation of, like I said, the last episode that I had done, which was seasonal affective disorder. And obviously it could be anyone. It doesn't have to just be Black women. But the post is about Black women in high-functioning disorder and um, excuse me, high functioning depression. And when I get into it, you'll understand why, like it's for why it's about black women. Um, so let me talk about it. Okay. So the post says, can we talk about black women in high functioning depression? And it says high functioning depression as a black woman is so scary because not only are we conditioned to carry the weight with grace, but no one actually knows that you're not okay, LOL. So even if you say something, people aren't alarmed because you don't present as someone who's falling off the deep end. So there's multiple parts of this post. So I'm just gonna go page by page and give my opinion of it. So I definitely understand where she's coming from. I think that, I mean, I feel like as black people in general, we're just not allowed to um, to be depressed. We're not allowed to have mental disorders, you know, um, not just from other races, but like within our own race too. Like I know that most people, not all, but like a lot of people my age or in my like age group and, you know, 20s, 30s, I feel like we do a great job of taking care of ourselves mentally and being able like going to get therapy and uh, talking about mental health and being okay with like <laughs> even saying like, with like telling people, you know, that you might have, you know, anxiety or depression or um, bipolar, anything, you know, it really, any type of mental disease, mental um disorder that we're a little bit more open with telling people getting help for it and even helping each other versus I feel like our parents especially our grandparents and more further back um I think and that comes from not even just with black people but I think in general it's just like mental health wasn't something that was accepted or discussed or really um encouraged to get help for so 
I think that it's great that we as a society have have done a better job of you know making sure that people are aware of the different types of mental disorders that people can have and um, providing ways for them to get assistance like even at work I know you can you know now you have insurance that covers mostly usually therapy um and there's like I know when I used to work at the hospital they always had like not a free therapist but they had this kind of service that would help you get connected to a therapist or allow you to use a therapist or something like that so like I always say like if you need help definitely reach out to you know your insurance company or they have like now they have like therapy hot lines or like these lines that you can call to get therapy service or they'll connect you with a service it doesn't have to be just through your insurance company um that you would call so definitely if you feel like you need to utilize it do so so I want to get back to what the post is saying like I think it is true that you know I can speak from experience as a black woman like we we aren't really allowed to have not even just depression, but emotions in general. Like, I feel like it's always, you know, if you're not happy-go-lucky, you know, then you have an attitude. And um, that was definitely something that I struggled with growing up. Not just, like, I don't want to say at home, but, like, in general, I think that if you're not a happy, cheery person and always smiling and stuff, then people will assume that you have an attitude when it's like, no, like it could be a million things, right? It could be like, no, I'm just having a bad day or I'm tired or I'm hungry or, you know, I'm on my period, something, anything, you know, and it's just like too, it's to me, it's dismissive because it's like, okay, even if I do have an attitude, how about you try to, if you, if you care about me, try to figure out why, you know, because if you, you know, especially if someone who's working with teenagers or young women, usually you have to, you should have the knowledge that a lot of the times, like with mental illness or with depression, it's not always someone who's walking around sad. Like I said before, it can be masked by an attitude per se. Um, and it's not necessarily an attitude. It's, it's the um, depression that can make you just, I don't want to say angry, but definitely um, what do they call it? Like short tempered or quickly you can be irritated very easily and I knew that for me um at a certain point in my life that was happening to me like I was just mad about everything or not even mad but just I would get irritated very easily sometimes not even really knowing why but it was um again I don't know if it was a depression but it was just like an overflow of emotions that were going on and trying to like navigate how to understand what was going on with me and how to even interpret that to explain that to someone else so 
I would say be mindful of that, you know, when dealing with young black women or just black women in general, that it doesn't always mean that that person just has a legit attitude. It could be just high functioning depression, you know, coming to the surface because when you, as a man or a woman, when you're carrying a lot of weight, um, it can get heavy and it's hard like I said, to find the correct outlet to be able to even, you know, talk about what's going on with you without the fear of being judged or discriminated against or um, just made to feel worse. It's funny because I'm going, I'm taught, I'm doing my um, project on Black women in maternal health and how, um, you know, the difference between the way black women and white women are treated within maternal health. And there's a lot of research, there's a lot of evidence, just how, you know, the differences impacts the likelihood of um, survival for the woman or in her baby based on the races and just how, you know, there's so many changes that needs to be made within healthcare because a lot of these, you know, I don't want to say rules, but a lot of these health organizations are being um, run by white males, older white males. And that's just like not realistic because for one, they're not the ones having the babies. And for two, it's just like their mindset is is different. It's like it has it talks about, you know, institutional racism within healthcare system and stuff like that. But not to go on a tangent, it's just that's an example. And one of the in my research, I found that they found a lot of these black women or women of color were not being given the right um, mental health evaluations or um, and a lot of times they were also scared to say whether they had postpartum depression because they were afraid of the stigmatism, the, not excuse me, not stigmatism, but the stigma and you know, possibly having their child being taken away because automatically it's always connected to something bad, whereas other races are, you know, allowed to to do that and still keep their kids. So that's just like an example. Um, maybe not have an attitude, but just the way at which Black women are um, scrutinized in our society and how that can impact someone who might be a Black woman who has depression and how it's high functioning um so um what else did it say if you say something people are in line because you don't present as someone who's falling off the deep end so yeah i mean i feel like when it comes to black women in high functioning depression like we it's 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 sad to say but we don't we don't get the chance to like take time off and be depressed and like go get help or something like that i mean now maybe you can get like i guess it depends on what you're going through therapy can help but you know like we have so many responsibilities and so many people de depending on us that you don't really get a chance to do stuff like that take time for yourself and care for yourself which is not good so 
to keep going, it says high functioning depression is being able to function through the depression while experiencing the internal symptoms. It's easy to run away from when you keep yourself busy doing things for everyone else and keeping a mask on to keep everyone else comfortable. When I see something like this, I think of like moms and that's of any race, you know, this like kind of like I was talking about the postpartum depression, like how I feel, I mean, I've never experienced childbirth or pregnancy yet, but I would assume that, you know, as a mom, whether you're a new mom or you're second, third, whatever, you're probably feel, you would probably feel like you're not, you can't say like, oh, I feel like I have postpartum depression or I'm depressed because you would feel afraid of, you know, what that could do involving your baby. And, you know, or you as a mom, how you're going to be viewed and you could possibly try to keep yourself busy by, you know, you taking care of the kids and the house and yourself and, and everything. And even if you don't, even if you didn't just give birth, you know, I think of like women, like even myself, like, I feel like there are definitely times where like right now, like the way I live, like I'm just constantly on the go. And I have two jobs and I'm work and I'm going to school and still trying to like have fun with my friends and stuff and trying to date and do all these things on my plate. And there are definitely times when, when I don't have anything to do. And that's when the times when I have to like, just sit out and chill, but I, but it kind of, it makes me a little bit anxious because then I'm like thinking of everything that I haven't had a chance to think about and that was kind of like what I what I've talked about in past episodes like when I went through a breakup and that whole summer slash fall I pretty much like ran away from my feelings by just keeping myself busy by working and hanging out with friends and enjoying my time and not really um, tapping into my emotions until it got to a point where it was like kind of boiled over and I had to deal with them. And that's when I started listening to more podcasts and I found um, the Jerry Flowers podcast that is the the pastor from Houston and how I felt like that kind of got me through a lot of things. So just again, like when it comes to the feelings and just dealing with your emotions and understanding what's going on with you, um, it, you, we can experience high functioning depression. And it's something that, you know, people should keep in mind when interacting with women and men. Um, because, you know, like I said, yeah, our society has a little bit become a little bit more accepting of mental health, but it still got, has a long way to go. And it's not always easy to just admit that, you know what, I'm really going through something and I, and I need help. It makes me think of that young woman who was Miss USA or something, or I, don't, I forget what she was when Chris, Chrisley, Chrisley something who passed away. She committed suicide and that was like a couple of weeks ago. And also Regina King's son who committed suicide as well. I feel like there was someone else too, but you know, like when I saw a video of her and just like looking at her page and stuff, 
you would never think that she was going through what she whatever it is that she was going through to get her to that point you know like she had been posting things and she seemed happy and stuff so that's like could be an example of high functioning you know depression because you know you're like it says you keep everyone else comfortable you know because if you think about it I understand where why they would do that especially when they're getting closer to the stage of like they've made the decision to um in their life is because for one that's like a some form of peace I would assume for them to to know that they've made that decision but also um it makes more sense for you to pretend and put on like like you're okay because then it makes it won't make people question what's going on with you which would make them pry and possibly get you help or you know save you so it's easier to pretend like you know you're high spirited and like everything is great so that way no one can be suspicious of what's going on with you so even when someone is behaving that way i feel like if you know that person and they're doing it but they're like doing it extra and they're not someone who usually is like that or you just I don't know I just feel like you again that's why it's like important to check in with people that you know because you could you'd be able to pick up more off on like some hmm you know what like what's going on you know what I mean like I feel like you'd be able to pick up on something maybe um so then says yep um this is from another woman who responded yep i'm able to do so much and constantly run myself ragged then i get exhausted and need rest but as soon as i slow down i start to feel the sadness hopelessness i'm a failure so then i work again because it's a distraction and yes i'm tired but at least i don't feel useless i for sure agree with that i'm not gonna say i feel like a failure or i feel useless but i always feel like when i do sit down and like give myself time I'm like, dang, I should be doing this or this is I'm wait, I'm not wasting time, but I'm like, man, you're going to have you're still going to have mad stuff to do. And like this coming weekend, I'm off, actually, and I haven't been off in a while and I'm just really going to enjoy my time to just like chill. Um, so I'm excited for that. And I think that not even for my mind but my body I think my body was getting to a point where it was like yo we need to just chill even if it's for a weekend like it's a long weekend so I have the Monday off so that's another reason why I took off but um yeah again I feel what it says like you're running yourself ragged and you get exhausted you need rest and when you slow down you can feel that sadness because like if you think about it sometimes you are running from yourself it's easy to run from yourself by keeping yourself busy. Like I can admit that I do that too. I do that a lot, probably, you know, whether it be sadness or just whatever. I feel like if I'm, if I'm functioning and if I'm keeping myself busy and I feel like I'm accomplishing something, then it makes it easier um, for me to keep going versus like sitting in my my feelings and really feeling them like I told you guys before I'm really trying to make a conscious conscious effort to acknowledge my feelings to feel my feelings through and let them flow versus just running from them and letting them pile up to the point where I have to deal with it all at once because that's overwhelming so 
Yeah, I just wanted to share this because I felt like it was important to discuss because, again, high-functioning depression can be in anyone, male or female, any race, and um, it's important that we just do a good job of checking in with people, you know, no matter what age and whatever. Um, if you know someone, especially someone who you're like, dang, you're always busy. And I'm, I'm not saying that staying busy is bad. Like, I'm I'm super busy. I'm always busy. So you don't need to check in on me. <laughs> I'm fine. But I mean, you could. But I guess my point is like, being busy is not bad but it's also like at a certain point you're like what are you what are you trying to achieve with it and what are you running from too um because we our body needs rest you really do need to rest and your mind needs rest you know um so I just wanted to share that because I felt like it was an important post that I saw about you know talking about black women in high function depression and kind of a continuation of the the other episode that I did on sad so I hope that this message was helpful to somebody and that it encourages you to reach out to you know if you have black women in your family or just young women in general like I said it doesn't have to be just black women but women in general who you know might be high functioning I'm not gonna say you know, looking out for women who are high functioning depression. I'm just saying those women in your life who, you know, just check in, you know, really just check in with people and see how they're doing, like really see how they're doing. And if they are busy a lot, you know, juggling a lot on their plate, if you can help, then help. Um, Because sometimes that's a, I know that's something too, like it's hard for me to ask for help. And I think that that's something too that kind of is a part of the the high functioning depression because they don't want to be a burden to anyone and they again it's kind of like that masking of like if I let you in just a little bit then you might catch a glimpse of what's going on and then you know pry in and stuff so I would say if you can you know just check in with people see if you can offer help and um you know if you feel like someone needs help definitely do that for them in some type of way that you that you feel is the best for you to do to help them um and you shouldn't be ashamed if you do feel this way um it's not you know anything out of the ordinary people people go through it and um i'm here for you again like i always say if you need to reach out please let me know come you know dm me um email me and I will do my best to help. And um, I, I wish that you guys have a great evening and great rest of your week. Great long weekend. And that you're taking care of yourselves, practicing self-care. And um, happy Black History Month. Um, even though, you know, I'm Black. We Black 365 over here, okay? But, you know... <laughs> Um, I hope that you guys are, you know, taking care of yourselves and watch. I watched the Super Bowl, the halftime show. I thought it was great. Um, I was definitely crip walking in my house, watching it. Uncle Snoop, my boy Kendrick, um, well, Dr. Dre, Mary, everybody was good. I thought everyone did a really good job. 
Um, it was lit. I thought it was great. I loved it. I love the West Coast flavor. Um, it was a great show. I enjoyed it thoroughly. And it was straight hip hop, you know? So that was, that's what's up. I loved it. It was funny because um, I was at work and this older white guy, he was on the phone talking to like his colleague or whatever. And they were talking about the Super Bowl. And he was like, you know, I loved it. I thought it was great. You know, um, the you know the dancing and hip-hop I don't know about I don't know about hip-hop but um I loved it I thought it was great oh yeah 50 Cent too was on there (laughs) um that's how you sound too I loved it I thought it was great so (laughs) 50 been eating though (laughs) um but I love 50 Cent (laughs) um but overall I thought it was a great a really great show um I love Snoop um I thought he did great Dr. Dre did great. Everyone did great. They all looked great. Um, so shout out to them um, for putting on a great show. And I was able to catch Janae, her performance as well. I thought she did a great job. Of course I do, because that's my favorite singer. But um, no, she really did a great job and she looked really nice. Um, I watched Euphoria, which was an interesting episode. I was kind of de- I was kind of uh disappointed with it. I thought it was kind of like black considering like what happened the episode before, but I feel like it's it's about to be and the next episode is probably about to be really good. So if you watch that, um I'm sure I'm, I would like to know what you guys think too. And um so yeah, thank you for listening to Black Hippie Lounge. I'm your host Chanel. And if you can rate and review the podcast, give me five stars and a comment and share the post on Instagram, you know, share with your friends and family so they can listen to um, share, you know, the podcast so it can expand. And I appreciate the support and have a great rest of your week. Meditate manifest invest in you join me on my spiritual journey as i elevate myself and like-minded listeners to a higher level mentally physically and spiritually thank you for listening this is black hippie lounge and i am your host chanel